0: The following is a presentation of the Retro Network.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the Retro Network proudly presents to you, in association with the House Show Crew, a little more for your Monday. Answering all the questions that you send our way, so no more lily gag, and let's take on the day. Welcome to the runnin'. Welcome to the runnin'. Welcome everyone to your Monday morning coffee. It is I, as always, Mr. Matty Treats. And this is The Run-In, which is presented by The House Show, which is presented by The Retro Network. It is the inception of Monday Morning Wrestling Podcast. And with me is the entire Tree Host Tag Team Champions educator. You're here on a Monday. What's up, buddy?
2: I don't don't work Mondays. I mean, I do work (laughs) Mondays, but usually not for the podcast. It's crazy. I am here. I am alive. I am well. I have survived my second dose of the vaccine, and oh, baby, it was a barn burner, but hey, here we are. Were you shocked when you looked at the call sheet and realized you were booked for this Monday? Oh, I just, I saw it on the board, and I'm like, oh, I gotta change my plans around here to make this happen.
1: Yeah, and of course, Mr. Monday Morning, Kevin Hellions is here. Kevin, how's it going?
0: Oh, I'm always here on Mondays. I'm pretty sure. I think Crone stepped in once. Otherwise, I think I've always been here on Mondays.
1: I think you've done more run-in slash hot tags than i have it's possible i
2: appreciate it man at this point doing your part
1: (laughs) yeah i think the only time you haven't been on well maybe not because me and crone usually do our aew pay-per-view wrap-ups um together so that's like a thing thing i do with him so speaking of i got to get him on the horn because we do have one coming up here see if he wants to record but uh
0: no, are you going to record just for the pay per view, or are you going to record for the Big Shack match too
1: on Wednesday? Oh, the Shack attack! I mean, we could probably cover that <laughs> because that will be part of, you know, the week. Before. I think it's a genius move that they put that on free TV.
2: Absolutely, no doubt. Just to be able to get more mainstream interest uh, to the product, more eyes on the product on network cal- uh, television. Yeah, absolutely
1: smart to put it on that free TV. Yeah, plus with it being on TNT, I mean, Shaq's on TNT too, so trying to get crossover with other people on, you know, TNT channels and and, and whatnot for that group of networks. I just think it's smart for their television partners to to do that on free TV, even though the match makes no sense and there's no backstory. It's just a special attraction match. So, uh, but yeah, anyways, guys, uh, we're here. Uh, running. Um, so one thing I wanted to bring up in is we've been talking about, you know, we, we kind of update everyone on our collecting, our figure collecting and stuff like that. You know, me trying to get the AEW figures, uh, using BrickSeek to find them whenever I can. Um, you know, the educator collecting, um, video games, Hasbro's, retros, all that good stuff. And then, you know, Kevin, you know, whenever your wife lets you have $20, you get some comic books from time to time. So that's mm-hmm. nice of her. Um, so anyways, I just wanted to kind of break it out. And and really on this episode of The Run-In is just talk about what we've been collecting, what we've seen. Um, I know The Educator, uh, you got a Scott Hall the other day. Uh, you got a big Scott <laughs> Hall. Oh, maybe. What do you, what do you, you're calling, you know, you sent Kevin and myself a text message that just said, "Call me Dean Malenko." <laughs> why, why is that? Why
2: are we calling you Dean Malenko? I uh, we we hit a milestone here in the uh, official gaming collection, um, according to the Google Doc, or I should say the Google Sheet, and uh, with all of my games, my hard copy games. Uh, no repeats and whatnot. I am officially a man of a 1,001 games. Holy cow. Um, I actually pulled in a decent NES haul uh, from a trade that came into the store, and then the store owner gave me a really good deal uh, on that trade to continue to fill out my Nintendo original NES collection. And uh, yeah, super excited. I finally broke through that 1,000 game mark.
1: That's insane. Now, this is a 1,001 game. Now, you're not a a sports fan. So it's not like Madden 15, Madden 16, Madden 17. No. Like it's not like that. I mean, these are individual. I do have
2: I do have some sports filler titles, but I mean, I go out of my way to try not to buy anything uh sports related unless I know that I'm actually going to probably play it at some point. Um yeah, my most recent haul that I had, I there may have been one pseudo sports title in there. I'm looking at the list right now. Um, actually yeah other than you know super team games yeah nothing really is a true sports title itself uh it's not like a baseball or a Madden. you know, exactly like like what what you had mentioned I guess the annual titles is, is what I would call it you know right
1: um you probably have some wrestling annual titles though in there but I do but the, the, I have a few. the thing with the hundred and uh, the thousand and one games I, I don't think people realize is uh how many uh ps4 games do you own how many ps4 games yeah 4 4 yeah th- th- that's the kind of <laughs> that's what i want people to understand is this is really retro i mean you're talking nes I super have, nes four, like I those generations four
2: playstation 4 games for playstation 4 games i have six xbox one games uh but yeah mo- most of my my stuff is ps uh starting from my most to the least would be nes uh super nintendo nintendo 64 and then ps2 now you're not including. I
1: mean, do you have a lot of digital games at all? Or I, I mean,
2: no, I I mean, I have a few that are downloaded, but those are not included in my like roster or list of stuff that I have.
1: And it also doesn't include your Legends One uh, arcade stick thing
2: that you right. that you can
1: hook into your yeah. TV and have hundreds of yeah. games on that as well so and these are have, all, is all physical copies are they physical copies unique no duplicates whatsoever for your um, for your google doc do you have it if it's complete with instructions booklet everything like, like that i have
2: it yeah i have it listed if it's cib if i then i have a separate column that'll be like if i have a manual and then i also have a column that lists like if there's some label damage and if i'm looking to you know get it for a get a better labeled version of the cart
1: kind of deal uh, so it's interesting, you know, you, if you're the Dean Malenko of video game collecting, um, Kevin, what would you be for video game collecting? Joe Malenko? <laughs> Joe Mal, the referee, Dean Malenko. Yeah. 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 So, Kevin, you don't have any video games.
0: No. I, well, I mean, Declan's got the Switch.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's Declan's. Yeah. It's not your collection.
0: <laughs> no, no, really, isn't it? Uh, G- game Boy stuff for Pokemon. We had a PlayStation Three. You know, years ago, that is now our glorified Blu-ray player. And really, when it was active, it was mostly for Rock Band. Anyways, I love Rock Band.
1: <laughs> love, love Rock Band. Um, so, so Kevin, what have you collected over over the past few weeks? Um, comic books. I know you were just talking about you got a couple variant issues, variant covers here.
0: I did. Um, and I appreciate the pause because when you said what well, have I collected lately, I was going to say dust. But then you just kept going, so. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I have an app on my phone, CLZ Comics. I went ahead and paid the 15 bucks for because any comic with the barcode I can scan adds it to my collection. any that doesn't, I can just search by title, click the ones I want. I am mostly sure. I'm like 95% sure I've gone through all my boxes. Like, it's possible I missed something or, you know, when I thought I did, I didn't. But right now, this app says I have 2,853 comics. Oh, wow.
2: It's awesome, man.
0: And uh, now it's the process of getting them alphabetical because they are not. Even though I was opening up all the boxes, I was like, I don't have the room to spread it all out right now and make them alphabetical. Plus, I'm trying to bag and board all of them. So, the set of bags and boards on Amazon that I like is 100 bags and boards for $22. So,
1: that's uh, that's going to be, uh, yeah, that's a lot of money. When you, I mean, that's going to be what four hundred and like, you know, about five hundred bucks probably. Yeah, yeah. By the time I'm all done, and that's not including so that's been, not including the comics you will buy in
0: the meantime. In the meantime, no, right. no. So honestly, if I go to the comic store now, they sell individual bags and boards. So I'm just like, oh, I got three comics today. I'll get three bags and boards, and then I already have those. Um, but yeah, I am obsessed with variants now. I bought a bunch of the Walmart variants. I got to open them up soon and see what the other like, I know what the front one is. I don't know what the other two in there is. Um, I spent nearly $100 on a variant cover <laughs> a couple weeks oh, ago.
2: crazy. No shit.
0: I just wanted Wait the cover. You,
2: That's awesome.
0: I ha- I have the actual comic. I reviewed the actual comic. I just, the cover was so pretty, I wanted it. It's a uh, Gwenom versus Carnage. You guys both saw Spider-Verse, right? Yeah. yeah. Into the Spider-Verse. Love that movie. Okay. Spider-Gwen can get a Venom symbiote thing going, too, depending on the story. Gwen Venom, it's Gwenom. And I just like the look of that version of the character way too much. So I was staring at this cover for weeks and weeks and hoping it would drop, and it just kept going up and out of nowhere. Lisa's like how much? There's an auction going right now. So we went ahead. Now that title's so popular that they did a second print of that this week. Um that I had to go and buy, and it's Mary Jane in like a Venom Symbiote thing. So now I have the same comic three times within, like, the last two
1: weeks. (laughs) (laughs) So how many total variants are of that issue? Of that one? Yeah. I can find out here real quick. I'm just curious as to, you know, how many variants they do, if it's, like, ten or five. Like, is there a standard for what they do? No, I mean, it depends. Like, a a first issue
0: is going to have a lot you know um uh, something big happens in it this one's part of the king in black series which is um the creator of the symbiotes from another planet and all uh comes to earth and there's a big battle interesting there are 16 covers for this one issue
1: yeah
0: um i know one of the other variants is up to 50 already i'm probably not gonna do that one
1: yeah i would imagine i mean that's, that's crazy um My question is when you when you get that many variants, because I'm not familiar with the comic books, um, you know, more familiar, obviously, with the kind of the culture around video games and then, of course, wrestling figures. But for the comic books, how like certain variants, if you have, say, 10 variants on a cover, I mean, how are they like numbered? And what I mean by that is, oh, you have this cover. How many are in print this cover? How many are in print? How does that work?
0: So the one I wanted was a one in the one I spent all the money on was a one in 25. So for every 25 copies of this book, a store got, they got one of these covers. My local store did not even buy 25 copies of it. So they didn't get one at all. Um, a big like Midtown Comics is a huge one in New York City that probably got a hundred. So there's maybe four that then... You know, who do you give it to? Is it the four people that work in the store? Is it like your four long-term customers? Do you just put it up front for a hundred bucks and first come first serve? But there's also one in a hundred covers. So for every hundred copies, you only get one of these. And then they got like retailer exclusive ones. So, hey, this store is big. They paid for their own special cover, but no one else gets it. So there was, oh, like the worst one I ever saw, DC did a Justice League of America because it's of America. There was a different cover for every state. That'd be a cool
1: collection to have though.
0: I
2: mean that's wild,
1: man. That's crazy.
0: Oh, it'd be fun to get doll if like that was your thing. Yeah. It was and then they did well. Well, we gotta do Puerto Rico too. We gotta do this. Like they kept adding covers too. I mean, it's fun. I like it. It drives Elise a little nuts. Her one of her best friends is like, You already have this. Yeah, you've already read it. Yeah. So you're paying for a picture. Yeah. She's like, you could just
1: print out that picture right here. I'm like, it's not the same thing. It's not not um so does elise collect anything does your does your wife collect anything uh
0: snoopy stuff love snoopy stuff um i gotta get her like uh usually different versions margaret atwood who did handmaid's tale which people watching hulu but um that's her favorite author so if there's a new version of a book you know something cool or whatever um i'll grab that um neil gaiman's her second favorite so anything new i'll grab those two um But mostly she hates my clutter. She can't stand it. (laughs) Now, you've both been to my mom's house. My mom's a reader. My whole family a reader. So there's always been books around me and all. But do you guys know how my collector bug started? Because we were talking about this earlier today at home. My dad came up for a visit when we were younger. And our room was trash. My brother and I shared a bedroom at the time when we were younger. It was trash. Just toys everywhere, messes, everything. And he, being of a military um, background, had enough about it was all bad. So he just went to store, bought all these, like, giant trash bags and just throwing our stuff in there. You know, you can't take care of it. You don't clean up and all. Teaching us a lesson during our weekend visit for him. You know, this, (laughs) this is the quality time that we're spending. He swears to this day, his intent was to teach us a lesson, put it in the garage, because that, uh, that place we are living at that time had a garage, Right. wait until we learned, you know, make sure we pick up our toys later that night and all, and then bring everything back. That's what he swears to this day. However, when he was visiting, it was trash day, so the rumor, the story is that the garbage truck went by, saw the trash bag sitting in the garage, thought, oh... We know it's just some single divorced woman that lives here with her two young kids. Let's help out. And they took all of the bags. That's a lot. Throughout all of our nah, toys. It's
2: <laughs> such unless, a lot. unless, like, you had a private contractor that was picking no, up your garbage. No, this is City. No, that's.
0: Yeah. So, bull. I, think, I think he flat out threw them out.
2: Got... Especially when City, you had to have, like, the stickers on, Free stickers. on the bags. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: No, this was pre stickers.
2: Oh, was it? Yeah. I still, I'm not, no, I'm not buying it. Yeah.
0: So, no, I think he threw them all out. He caught hell for it because he probably didn't buy any of them for us. Right. <laughs> Our struggling mom did. And had to say, oh, no, I put them in the garage. I didn't mean to do it. It was next. accident. I was going to bring them right back in and all. That's where I think the story goes. But at least his current theory is that it was so traumatizing to me. I have to hang on to everything now. <laughs> That's okay. why I have a stack of like old PWIs here. Why? You know, I mean, it's fun, but why do I need old Pro Wrestling Illustrated to say nothing of Wrestle America
1: as well? They need to. You need to have them. So. Right. Uh, it's it's interesting too uh, to, to think because, um, educator, your, your wife doesn't collect anything, does she, besides wet bars?
2: <laughs> Listen to you.
1: No, she does not. Yeah. Uh, out of all of us, I have, I'm really not a collector in the fact. I mean, I am trying to get these AEW figures, but I'm starting to get the itch, guys. You know, scratch that figure itch, right? Um, Right. So I I need some advice from you two. You guys are professional collectors. Of course, Kevin and the the comics and the pop culture realm. uh, Educator here uh, with the retros and with the Hasbros and, you know, the video games. So if I wanted to start a collection of... WWF, WWE guys, okay? How would I go about doing that? I don't want to collect a line. I don't want to, you know, collect the Hasbros or the Retros, uh, but I want a representation of my favorite wrestlers. So should I just go piece by piece, pick out like my favorite one? Um, One thing I thought, which would be a really cool collection, and I don't know how much research this was take to do, I want to collect guys that were from events I was at. Okay. Like, you know how they change their, uh, their gear and whatnot. Like right. right? This macho was at this event or, or, or this macho was at that event, that sort of thing. I thought that would be really, really cool to say, oh, I was at WrestleMania 34 with the Ronda Rousey. I'm going to get her character from that mania. I was at right. this mania. You know what I mean? I thought that would be really, really interesting. First thing you would have to
2: obviously sit down and, you know, f- figure out what big mainstream events, pay-per-views, because, I mean, you've been to a lot of like house shows and then like Raw's and Smackdown's. Um, but you got to really think about like the bigger shows that you've been to pay-per-view esque shows that have had some significant impact, you know, on the industry or a particular character um, performer and then just start whittling away, researching Start with the big, the common, like the Ronda Rousey kind of deal, and dip and you know, start dipping in and start your your Mercari searches, your your eBays and so on. Um Facebook forums, there are so many that are gonna be tailored to collections of a specific, you know, genre and so on. Um start looking and jumping into Facebook groups and 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 just Batting ideas back and forth with other members, the admins, the mods, and so on, and just go from there.
0: I think that idea would make a good shelf as well. If you still have your ticket stub or program or anything from that mania as well, have that there. If you got a picture of yourself there for anything, have that. And then a shelf of here's all of the figures from that mania. Here's, you know, Rhonda's outfit, Seth's outfit, Roman, whatever in package lined up from that event. I think that could look really good. Um, Another thing, if you just want something that's sentimental to you, I've been contemplating, I think, like a 2CW um, alumni collection would be good. So guys that we saw, you know, in Watertown and Rome and whatever, with, you know, 10 other people there that are now on AEW, WWE, whatever, I think that would be a fun collection to have.
2: Yeah,
1: so so, uh, another issue I come up with is separating the person from the character. It's, like, obviously, Hawk Hogan is a POS. But, like, should I try to go get Hogan stuff still? Like you know what I mean? Like you, when you find out, I, I mean, I'm my theory was always, there's obviously good people and bad people. Right. And uh, if you dig hard enough, you will hate things about every person that you, absolutely. Um, yeah. But like some things are just kind of like, Oh my God, this is so, so bad. So like, I mean, I understand like the new, um, the new ultimate, the Hawk Hogan, NWO Hollywood Hogan ultimate is unbelievable. It's so cool. Looking, Phenomenal. Right. Uh, but it's like, oh, do I really need to buy this? Like, do I need to have this displayed? Because what I want to do is display these guys. I'd let these guys breathe, uh, not the AEW, the AEW ones that I'm getting. I'm going to try to keep, uh, you know, mock, but uh, you know, and 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 backed up. Um, but but what what are your thoughts on that, Kevin? Because I know, especially for for yourself, you're you're involved more on on being online and uh, you know, kind of following that sort of culture around. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I don't really follow. You know, a lot of it, obviously, the the big, big stuff I, I, I hear about and then hearing stuff, you know, between the, the, the three of us. But I'm not, you know, following every little story in detail online. So what are your thoughts on that, Kev?
0: I mean, there's a difference. Uh, there is separating the art from the artist for a lot of these things. Um, I guess it's going to depend on how strong a transgression was it and how long ago was it as well. Um, when Hogan passes, they're still gonna make Hogan figures. WWE is probably going to own his likeness like he's Mickey Mouse or something at that point and just market stuff for years. So anything you buy then is not going to him. It's not like you're putting money in his pocket. If that feels any better. I don't know that putting money into WWE's pockets can make you feel a lot
1: better. Well, well, the the thing is, though, with these figures, though, Kevin, too, is a lot of them I'd probably be buying off of eBay and Macari anyways. So I'm not really... That's true. The money's already been given to that person. You as
0: a secondary buyer, you're putting money into an average guy or girl's hands, not into Hogan's. You know, I'll give you that. There is some separation there for it. That probably makes it a little better. Um, But, I mean, there are certain comic creators, there are certain bands. Okay. Um we were talking about this at home the other day. I already have some Marilyn Manson CDs. I think his last two or three have been incredible. It's not what we grew up in the 90s. He's matured as an artist, and I love those albums. And then the last month or so of his life has happened. And I'm like, well, I still like the songs though. like I don't feel comfortable playing them anymore and we are talking least saying that money's already spent like you already spent that money before knowing these stories if you spend more money that might be an issue supporting him now knowing things but this money's already spent you listening to again or whatever is not endorsing this person so you buying the stuff third party is not endorsing someone who's a pos that money's already spent that money's already gone. That person already got that money. You are now providing to a third party and it gives right. a little buffer for it.
2: Yeah. If you set up a mean,
1: shrine in your house, that's something else. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just, it's, it's a curious thing. I think a lot of us, you know, nowadays um, kind of contemplate not contemplate, but like, think about now, like, should I buy this? Am I supporting the right people? That sort of thing. I mean, you know, royalty wise and and stuff like that. But I guess if you, like you said, if you're buying off eBay or Macari or whatnot, you get your one representation.
0: Wrestling's a funny business with it too. If I find out that someone that wrote Spider-Man is a POS, whatever, Spider-Man exists outside of him. You know, I can still buy Spider-Man stuff. But if you find out Terry Bollea is an ass, what's that do to Hulk Hogan? Like there's a very weird line between fantasy and reality for wrestling. Yeah that I don't think anything else has in that way.
1: Yeah, yeah, wrestling I always thought was interesting too like I was bringing this up to you guys like when you go and, and people stand in line at these conventions for autographs and stuff like this Um, we'll, we'll just use you know, Moxley here, okay I got Dean Ambrose's autograph do I have to get John Moxley's autograph? Do you know what I mean? Like they're the same person so how should they sign that?
0: Different pictures though like I would say, uh, different pictures, different autograph too. Like I'd say, that's a whole different item.
1: So, so my question though is, say if I have a um, a Dean Ambrose elite, and I go to a convention which Moxley's at today, does he sign it as Dean Ambrose or does he sign it as John Moxley?
0: He signs it as Mox. As Moxley,
1: yeah. Yep. It's just it's a, it's a fascinating little thing, like. All right.
0: Now, I mean, maybe you could request, like, can you do your shoot name? You know, I don't know how that would go over well for certain people.
1: Yeah, it's just a wrestling is just such a uh, a different beast than anything else out there. You know, because if you meet, you know, uh, you know, they're they're playing a character, but at the same time, a lot of times it's themselves. What turned up to eleven, as everyone always says. Um, it's a, it's a, just a fascinating little culture. I don't think people realize that this is the kind of stuff that goes through our brains.
0: <laughs> no, cause they don't really have like, a lot of them don't have an off button. Who am I talking to? Am I being worked here for this conversation? What's happening? And I, I think that's probably cause they have so many people take advantage of them that you'd have to really know someone well to get them to let their guard down or, or talk to them as a regular person that, you know, that
1: you don't even realize this is a wrestler. So you think I should start? So where should I start? Do you think? You think I should just go for it?
2: It, it all depends. Which I mean, which end do you want to go? Most recent, or the you got the nostalgia bug in trying to do this and whatever your oldest show or pay per view was that maybe you were still in high school or you know even younger at. It all depends on which direction you want to go. What really is pulling at the heartstrings? What's really driving you to want to do this? What is? What's cool that you want to collect? You want to display? And then you got to think about how you are going to display it. I mean, are you going to go with a Billy bookcase or Ikea? Are you going to go with a Detolf? How are you going to do that? You know, go from there.
0: I, I'd also say for starting, if we're going wrestling ones and honestly, look at who's old, sick, um, has issues, whatever, because death makes things so rise. Skyrockets,
2: skyrockets like crazy.
0: Anyone that's looking a little shaky, I'd buy their stuff first, and then I would start looking at rumors. What's going to happen? Is someone making a comeback? Their price is going to come up. Is some, you know, are they going to be a crossover in a movie or something? Price would probably go up. And I say this because of Disney Plus, Wandavision, the prices of things that just a couple months ago I could have bought for five bucks that are now hundreds because right. someone's first appearance, I am now going through who's rumored to be on Falcon and winter soldier and getting those
1: books now before the episodes air and they're not affordable. So do, it, it's interesting. You bring that up. Cause I remember I was listening to at odds and Joe brings up the whole first uh, appearance of spawn all the time. Like, trying to God that's driving me not him talking about it, but the fact that there's a good chance I had that
0: magazine threw it out
1: <laughs> like years ago. So so I understand what you're saying. Like it's a fascinating little thing. And we're seeing it too with like rookie cards for for uh for wrestling. I mean uh the Rocks tearaway card that was in a program for the Miami uh University of Miami football team sold for like fifty thousand dollars. And it's a perforated That's car that you would tear out from the page. That's crazy. Um, so it it's interesting that you bring that up. But my question to you then, Kevin, especially when you're dealing with pop culture and stuff like that, and you're looking up winter soldier, um, and, and Falcon and whatnot, um, are, is that being spoiled for you? No, because
0: some of it's obvious it's in casting stuff. It's in the commercials. Right. Um, like, uh, if I, okay. WandaVision trailer, just trailer, not discussed in anything episode. I don't know where anyone is. Wanda's in it. We know that. Vision's in it. We know that. They showed Cribs. Okay. So let me look up that stuff in the comics then and find the first appearances of these ones just based on the trailer. So I'm doing Falcon Winter Soldier. Like, okay, who has Marvel officially shown a costume of and saying that this person's on there? Who's Marvel shown in a trailer or whatever? That's ones I'm going. As it starts week by week, like WandaVision. And again, I'm not saying it, but I'll say something from most recent episode jumped tenfold overnight. And I wish I bought it beforehand.
1: Yeah, it's just kind of a little it's a little interesting. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like I said, I I was thinking about doing a I saw these guys live in this gear sort of page and then maybe get one representation of every person that I like, like get one Bret Hart. Get one, you know, Macho, get one Michaels, you know, all that sort of stuff. And just kind of go through and see, okay, these are the ones that are out. Which one do I like the best? Which one can I actually get? Number one, that's not going to cost me, you know, break the bank here if I'm not going crazy with it. But just to have a nice a representation, you know, in my in my household. So.
0: Not bad. I didn't know what you should do is collect a bunch and set up like a Royal Rumble. to so have like all 30. <laughs> yeah, that would work. Get a nice ring for backstage interview area.
1: <laughs> Get a Renee. Get a Renee Young. I thought they did one. Did they? I don't know. I feel like they. <laughs> I did don't that. remember. Um, no idea. So you know, it's funny. You it's funny too, Kevin. You bring up look. You know, look to see who's like in bad health and dying and stuff like this because the prices will skyrocket. I just want to bring up to everyone listening. Uh, please visit our uh, Teespring Spring store in the show notes. You never know what might happen to us. I think that's going to do it for us anyways on this run and this Monday morning educator. What do you want to say to everyone out there?
2: Hey, thanks for listening in everybody. And uh, tune in this Thursday for another great episode of Saturday night's main event.
1: Yeah. We're talking Saturday night's main event. Number eight from Los Angeles, California, the Los Angeles Memorial sports arena. Um, This is Maddie treats. Of course. I just want to say thank you uh, for listening, inviting us into your household and uh follow me on twitter at maddie treats you know kevin's on twitter too uh follow him educator not on twitter so uh yeah that's when i do it and kevin uh what do you want to say to the people out there
0: all right i want to thank everyone for listening thank you to my co-hosts here (laughs) Uh, thank you to the Retro Network for hosting us WWE Con- Network for our content we usually go through uh, remember that you can, oh sorry, thank you to Jason Gross Richard here for our logo, remember you can follow us across the internet at House Show. I'm at Mass Library Matt's at Maddie Treats. MassLibrary.com is my home blog, check out the show notes for Patreon and merchandise and everything else there, and I gotta say with all this talk um, I don't know about anyone else, but I think the three of us are the three best figures out there
1: The six best reasons to listen to a Monday Morning Wrestling podcast. (laughs) All right, bye.
2: This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.